welcome to the Film Geezers Podcast. I'm Robbo, I'm here with Cheeto. Hello. And on this podcast we'll be discussing um, top ten actors. These are our own personal choices and are very objective. Um, what I've found is it's very difficult. How do you judge best actor? Do you judge it on mm. awards won? Do you judge them on their range? Do you judge them on longevity? So, yeah, it was very difficult. So, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can yeah, go okay. first. So, my first actor is Sam Rockwell. I, I did not expect that no. at all. Um, he often plays quirky or mm. sort of unlikable characters. Mm. Um, some of his films, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, directed by George Clooney, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Moon, Seven Psychopaths, Green Mile, where he plays Wild Bill, the yeah. child murderer and rapist, Galaxy Quest, Frost Nixon, Iron Man 2, where he plays a villain, Justin yep. Hammer, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, where he won the, the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, where he plays a racist trouble police officer. And the film Vice, where he was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor by portraying George W. Bush um, and in Jojo Rabbit as well. So I think, yeah, he's an often um, underrated actor. And a lot of the choices I based, I based my choices on actors that I would actually watch. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm like looking for a film, scrolling through a film and I see one of these actors in it, I'll probably give the film a go yeah there's, there's a, uh, a few of my actors I do that but yeah I didn't didn't expect that to be fair but hey so that's yeah what's your yes. first um, my first one is going to be a, I think going to be in a lot of people's lists is Sean Connery yeah good uh, obviously you know when you talk about Sean Connery you've got to talk about James Bond but yeah. I think that he could have easily been typecast but he's beat that because he's been in so many di- other roles you know of course yeah. he He'll always be remembered as James Bond, his legacy, but yeah. Um, I, the only thing with Sean Connery is is whatever role he plays, it's Sean Connery. Yeah. But you kind of you don't you kind of look past that, don't you? Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, he became the number. I remember he became the number one actor to have after his role in The Untouchables, didn't he? Because obviously yeah. he won the the sporting Oscar for that, and everyone yeah. wanted him yeah. in their film. Um, Films I can think of. His first film after that was The Presidio with Mark Harmon, which is a good film, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. probably his biggest one after is Indiana Jones um, in the Oscars. Say we've played Henry Jones uh, Senior, Indy's dad. Um, just a couple more: The Hunt for Red October, Rising Sun, The Rock, etc. All good films. Uh, he's an actor where I'd watch the film just because he's in it. You know, yeah. I'd go searching for films like I remember on TiVo. You can search the actors' films that they're in. Yeah. And I was literally searching his filmography to see films that he's in. Uh, he was a brilliant actor, not in the way of like um, Lawrence Olivier or Christopher Lee, you know, that Shakespearean yeah. actor. But the, he was just that he was the leading man, you know. He had that screen presence. I think only a few ha- actors in history, yeah. you know, have had that effect. So that's why he's number one on my list. Good choice. Thank you. Okay. My second act is Gary Oldman. Yeah, he was very close um, to being on mine. Purely just because of the, the wide range of characters that he's portrayed mm. and, and the wide range of genres. He admits himself he's got this kind of big, over-the-top acting style. 
which made him the kind of go-to villain in the 90s. Yeah. And he was nicknamed everyone's favourite psycho because he, he played uh, a lot of, like a lot of English actors end up playing villains in yeah. sort of those 90s action mm. films. But I mean, like he, his first major film was, uh, he played Sid Vicious in yeah, Sin yeah, Nancy, yeah. Um, which was like a bio about the Sex Pistols. A really good performance as Lee Harvey Oswald in JFK, Holly mm. Stone's film. Uh, he played Count Dracula in Bram Stoker's Dracula. He played the, um, what's his name, in, in Harry Potter. Yeah, Sirius Black. Yeah. Um, he was in a film that is a really good film, uh, Lay on the Professional, which stars Jean Reno as a, a French assassin and teaching uh, Natalie Portman. Uh, he was in Air Force One really, yeah. as the villain. Yeah. Lost in Space, he played the villain. Batman. Uh, yeah, the Batman. Dark Knight trilogy, Commissioner yeah. Gordon, he's very good. Gordon. And I think what made, what, why he is one of the greatest actors of all time is because a lot of people don't even know that he's English. No. And that's that's no. just testament to him really, isn't it? You know what I mean? Um, Tinker's Taylor Soldier Spy, where yeah. he was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actor. And Darkest Hour, where he actually won the Academy Award for yeah, Best Actor. Yeah, the lead actor, actor playing yeah. Winston Churchill. So, yeah, that's yeah, my Like opinion. I said, he was very close to um, being on my list. Uh, right, my second is Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's no... Um, <laughs> it's not a surprise, really. Uh, I know a lot of his films like have the same formula and they have a lot of the same tropes, but he has been in some of the greatest action movies of all, all time. And to be fair, those movies would not be anywhere near as good if he wouldn't have been in them. You know, he is that competent leading man, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, but if you, I mean, if, if you base it on like box office... Um, he is the go-to guy. He's one of the biggest, yeah, box office draws. You know, you know he's going to give a great performance and that's just a testament to him, really. I mean, he's played some of the most iconic characters, you know, the T-800 in the Terminator franchise, Dutch and Predator, Conan the Barbarian, and he's even been able, like Sean Connery, to avoid being typecast. I think, in per personally, I think he's even avoided being typecast in just action films as he's branched yeah. out into other like genres such as comedy with like twins and kindergarten cop. Yeah. You know, of course, it'll always be known as like an action hero, but you know, he's is he can do much more than that. You know, but like I said, for the eighties, for the nineties, with Sean Connery, he was. If you had an action film, you want him as your star because he can just. Once again, he is that. He, I don't know if there's just there's a lot of actors on my that I just go looking for films that are in, but he just is the the leading man. You know, what I mean, you know, shit's gonna get down when he's in the film. Yeah, that's that's a good choice. I think. Thank you. Um, so my next one is Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Um, he's renowned for his preparation for his film roles, his versatility. He was mainly a stage actor, but he did make some early films. But his, obviously, his breakout role was as Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. Mm. The legendary performance. Yeah. Um, so, some of his films Hamlet, A Bridge Too Far, Elephant Man, obviously, Silence of the Lambs, and obviously, the sequels Red Dragon and, and yeah. um, Hannibal. He was in Bram Stoker's Dracula as well, Remains of the Day, Shadowlands. Nixon, where he played Richard Nixon, uh, Mask of Zorro, Thor, Transformers. So that's kind of his versatility there as well. No, he's also in um, the Fastest Indian as well, which yeah, is like it. Yeah, Fastest Indian. Yeah. Um, 
and obviously Samson Lambs he won the Academy Award for Best Actor mm. how long was he on screen for? Um, for San- it wasn't long it was like 25 minutes yeah, something like that, yeah. but again it's it's just um, it was just such a captivating performance you just you know he, mm. you just couldn't take your eyes off of him and he really did have that kind of menace as well yeah no especially I mean I remember the first scene where you actually see him he's just stood <clears throat> looking back at Clarice and yeah. you just yeah that's it's not just um, a lot of people don't just think you can pull a pull a face off but no that's actually brilliant acting to yeah. to show emotion without even speaking yeah. you know what I mean and that's like I said that's just a testament to him he mm-hmm. definitely definitely deserved the Oscar for that so yeah, uh, really good choice. Like I said, it was very close yeah. on my list. A lot, lot of these are, you know what I mean. But um, my third actor is Kurt Russell. Yeah, like I said, you you probably expect yeah. that. Um, I don't know. He's he's not an actor I really grew up with until I was like fifteen. You know, it was I kind of discovered him, and then I just looked at all of his movies, and now I became a fan. I mean. Um, Snake Plissken is obviously his, his probably his biggest role. Um, like I said, I'm a big John Carpenter fan, and Escape from New York is is one of my favorite films of all time. Because um, he actually started off as a he started off as a film, yeah, child, child star, actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. And either. made that transition into mm. into which a lot of a lot of Chad actually struggled to do. Was make that yeah, transition. and he made and and he, he he made it to a leading man, like yeah. action hero sort of guy. Um, he, like I said, he's act, he's more like a anti-hero in that. Um, he's great in the thing. I think because um, obviously he had that, that sort of partnership with John Carpenter, didn't he? You know, um, he can play other roles as well. Like in Breakdown, he's just a husband. He's not like a competent. Like he doesn't. He's not like a, a CIA agent. He's not part of the army or anything. You know what I mean? Um, and then you know he's the White House Commissioner in Executive Decision. He's Almost in the end, he, he turns out to be the one to save the day, but he almost is like a um, yeah, like a reluctant hero. Mm, he's he's a detriment to his team almost, right. you know, because obviously yeah. he goes in in the plane with with uh, Steven Seagal's um, special forces team, but like I said, he he turns out to be almost like yeah. s- save the day sort of thing. But no, definitely he's one of my favorite actors of all time, and like I said, he makes his movies you know what I mean so yeah that's good good choice again um, my next one I don't know if he's on your list Tom Hanks yeah he is on my list yeah <laughs> just mm. really because his, his versatility I mean yeah. his prolific actor just looking through his list of films he's been in so and many films yeah. on he yeah um, I mean he, st- he started out in sort of comedy roles mm. moving into dramatic roles um just a few of them Splash Bachelor Party Big those were like the even though for Big he actually was nominated for a, an Academy Award yeah. for that then he sort of Sleepless in Seattle so he's done those romantic roles Philadelphia and Forrest Gump which he won back to back Best Actor Oscars for those Paul 13 Toy Story Saving Pirate Ryan Green Mile Captain Phillips Bridge of Spies News of the World I mean, he's had such a long span of career yeah. I actually um, I read an article the other day, and uh, quite a few actors on my list can fit into the sub uh, like category. But it was like it said, is Tom Hanks the last true great movie star? And like I said, he's he's in that last like era of like late eighties, nineties sort of 
film stars that you just don't get anymore that can yeah. their name alone can just they have that pulling power you know what I mean and and he has that pulling power but he also has the acting ability to go yeah. with it you know what I mean like I said he's for me personally he's easily one of the greatest of all time and he can basically play any <coughs> role yeah I know and um, I think he's the fourth highest grossing actor of all time yeah doesn't surprise well. me at all because like I said yeah. he's, he's even making movies nowadays isn't he you know that yeah. making money so definitely no, but like I said, it, it, I, I do I do enjoy him, his movies. But my fourth is Harrison Ford. I don't think you have it. No, I kind of debated that. Yeah, but I didn't. Almost know. maybe. Well, yeah. let's let's face it. I'm, I'm going to get to Star Wars in a sec. But <laughs> his first film was American Graffiti, wasn't yeah. it? Um, uh, that's how he got to know um, George Lucas. He actually got the part of Han Solo reading lines for other actors, didn't he? Yeah. That were going to play Kurt, uh, Han Solo, like Kurt Russell was yeah. up for it, Al Pacino was up for it. And he also was a carpenter and working on the set of A New Hope, wasn't he? That's how he sort of got the job. Because um, I remember George Lucas said that he doesn't want actors that have been in his films previous. Well, he didn't want any sort of really known actors. No. Even though... Um, Mark Hamill had been a TV. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's just George Lucas, yeah, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, but yeah, digress. From and that. he's the, with all due respect to the other main actors, he's the only actor who's sort of gone on and, and done other things and made it. I mean, he's he is the he's in the top five gross like movies of all time. Um, he was a huge bona fide movie star, yeah. wasn't he? Uh, well, in between. A New Hope, an Empire, he made Indiana Jones, yeah. well, Raiders, Lost Ark, he made um, The Witness, he yeah. made Blade uh, Runner, I think. Yeah, well. yeah, Blade Runner 1982. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of tried to get away, because he, he wasn't... He doesn't really like talking about how <laughs> so, because that's all people want to talk about. Like, he's got such a huge filmography that he, you know yeah. what I mean? he wasn't certain he'd actually, he'd actually appear in... Uh, sequels was it no that's why they they froze him in carbonite you know but um, just other films he obviously he uh, played in Jack Ryan yeah uh, series of films which I do like they're very good films Um, Air Force One which is like with Gary Oldman (laughs) is a a favourite of mine but yeah like I said he he really did sort of it's, it's not that he doesn't like talking about Star Wars but He's got such a huge filmography and he's, he's such a huge movie star that he doesn't want to be just be remembered for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, he's definitely one of my favourite actors yeah. of all time. Okay, good choice. So my next one is Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah, I know, I know that's going to be on yours. Yeah, um, yeah he's, not, he's not a great actor, I would say, but um, he's got this kind of minimally expressive acting style, but he's, he's just got a screen presence. Yeah, you can just you you watch say the fistful of dollars or whatever, and he he can express so much just with a movement of his eyes or a, a you know change in in the expression on his face, uh, and he he tends to play these tough loner types, violent. Mm. We can also play comedy as well. Yeah, um, I mean he started out in a sort of number of low budget horror films. Um, and then he got a TV show Western called Rawhide, and it was during the making of Rawhide that he he went off to make a Fistful of Dollars. Um, they they 
was reading the story the other day that the, the producers of Rawhide wouldn't release him for the, for a month to go and film a fistful of dollars. Why so, is that? Because I don't know, but yeah. apparently faked a car accident. So he, <laughs> he got whiplash. So it took a month <laughs> off and went and shot a fistful of dollars. But again, he's one of those actors who's um, who's moved into directing has been just as successful. Oh yeah, he's, he's just as good as, as an actor. Probably a better director than he um, you know. And I think he's probably acted in about 30 of the 38 films he's directed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you look at some of the films he's directed, like um, American Sniper, mm. Mystic River, that he's not been in. He won, um, just... what, what was, because he's won a few Oscars for directing. He's yeah. obviously Million Dollar Baby. Um, yeah, Unforgiven. Yeah, Unforgiven, yep. So, yeah, he's made some really good films, not just as a, an actor, I mean, as a director. My yeah, personal favourite is In the Line of Fire. Yeah. Like, even though it's not, you yeah. know, him in a Western, it's not, his acting ability goes much yeah. further past that, you know. So you've got like the Dollars Trilogy, you've got Where Eagles Dare, which is a war film with Richard Burton, Paint Your Wagon, which is actually Western, but it's a musical, when it actually oh. sings <laughs> as well. Kelly's Heroes, mm. another, another, another favourite of mine. Play Mr. Film, which is a thriller, Dirty Harry, obviously, Outlaw Josie Wales, which is a, um, really good western every which way but loose which is kind of a comedy film with the orangutan in it oh really <laughs> Escape from Alcatraz yeah which I think is one of your favourites yeah I, like, I do like that film Bronco Billy which is another comedy Firefox which is a Cold War thriller where he he steals a Russian plane uh, Heartbreak Ridge Unforgiven which he was he was nominated for the uh, Academy Award for Best Actor in the Line of Fire, yeah, Space Cowboys, Million Dollar Baby, which he, again he was nominated for Best Actor, Gran Torino, and The Mule. That's so, the thing as well. He's how old is he? Um, he's he's maybe in his nineties. Yeah, now, I think he's yeah. in his nineties, and he's still making still, films. Still going. And he's still making good films as yeah. well. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, but yeah, no, he he's an actor where I'm not necessarily going out to look for his name, but when when I've watched films and I've really enjoyed yeah. his films. But no, definitely he's a he's one of the greatest actors of all time. Right. My next actor is Leonardo DiCaprio. And <laughs> to some people it might be like, how's he on a favourite actors list? But I think maybe in the last sort of that new generation actors, I don't think there's a bet there's a, a better actor or there's a there's a bigger actor. I mean, um you 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 get two sides. You get the, the child star and then you get the the like um Preteen, like early twenties, Leonardo DiCaprio, and then you get the much more mature, like just mm. brilliant actor, Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, I like, I like quite a few of his films. Um, believe it or not, I like, I like Titanic. You know, uh, and I, was, I did, I did a um, course of media about it. Uh, like I said, he started out as a child star in Disney, and and I, I guess, sort of his first early acting performance, you can kind of see that. You know, obviously, I like Romeo and Juliet. Um, yeah, when he first started, I didn't really, I didn't really like no. him, but he's kind of grown on me. Yeah, like I said, he's 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 not the actor he used to be. Like, I really like him in um, uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, it's a really good film. Um, obviously, I wish he would have. Uh, he was George Lucas' first choice to play Anakin Skywalker. I wish he would have done that in the in the prequels. Um, but yeah, like I said, and maybe in the last fifteen years, he's really become one of the, obviously he's the biggest yeah. box office draw but he's really become just a brilliant actor like I said in, in Inception he's amazing I really did like him in that performance 
Um, did he get an Oscar for, yeah, for Wall Street? No, he, no. he won the Oscar for The Revenant. Revenant. Because uh, right. there was that thing where he he almost broke Peter O'Toole's Record nominations, yeah. yeah, and he just could. He was making these great movies, giving these great performances. He just couldn't win the Oscar, and then yeah, Revenant came along, yeah. won the Oscar. Well, like I said, he, like you mentioned, Wolf of Wall Street, he's really good in that, but you do have to set aside like a whole day to watch that film because it's just. But I recommend watching it, but it's it's a really good film. But like I said, he's another one where the movies won't be anywhere near as good if he wasn't in them. You know what I mean? Like I said, he does have that box office. Yeah. I think one of the first films I saw him in which I liked him in was Departed yeah Departed is brilliant in that mm. uh, uh, like I said I think that's that properly show I think that in in like the the, the the main movie audience I think that showed how good of an actor he actually was and I think people actually started respecting him because I know he was like there was this whole Leonardo DiCaprio like all the girls loved him all that stuff you know what I mean but yeah I think sometimes that can when people talk about greatest actors of all time his early years can come into it, but no, I think he is just his, on his acting ability alone. Definitely, in the last twenty years, he's the best actor out there. So that's why he's on my on my list. Nice choice. So my next one's Jack Nicholson. Um, purely because he's he's got a wide range of starring and supporting roles. I actually have Jack Nicholson on my he, list as well. Yeah, he's played comic characters, romantic leads, antiheroes, and villains. And in a lot of his films, he, he plays that kind of eternal outsider, mm. sardonic drifter, someone who's always kind of rebelling against the social structure. Um, his early career started out in low-budget horror films, um, working with Roger Corman. And his first real breakout film was Easy Rider. Um, so he's, he's made a, a quick filmography, five e- easy pieces, The Last Detail, Chinatown, which was... Yeah probably brought him to more prominence as an actor one for all the cuckoo's nest didn't he win the oscar he won the oscar, he won the, didn't he? Yeah. The oscar for that yeah the shining yeah postman always rings twice terms of endearment played the original joker in in the original batman mm. um michael keaton yeah film a few good men yeah again he's one of, he wasn't on screen that long no but, but he, gets, but he you, kind of takes over the whole film. Yeah, you kind of think it of a Jack Nicholson, but yeah. obviously though you can't under the truth. Yeah, that's that's all you th- when you when you say few good men, it's you know you want the truth, you can't handle the truth. Yeah. That's all you think about. Hoffer, as good as it gets, anger management, something's got to give. He was in Departed as well, mm. and I think his last film was The Bucket List. He's mm. not made a film since twenty ten. I didn't know that, so I don't know if he's retired or. I think also he won the um, as good as it gets. He won his second Oscar for that as well so he yeah. gave a great performance yeah. um, I know it, it was kind of odd because he was also he was sort of in those like big drama action films like um, but as good as it gets yeah. actually a comedy and I didn't I no. watched it I didn't expect to really like it because I had Helen Hunt in and stuff but yeah. I actually in, enjoyed it oh, it's a really good film but I mean like a lot of actors of his generation who have been around a long time they, they do make some not so good films as well <laughs> I mean when you've got that, when you've got a yeah. career that, that long just the law of averages you're yeah. going to make a few bad films but like I said he is in my opinion he's in that la- in that Tom, ha- Tom Hanks sort of that last great set of actors and yeah. you know what I mean um, all time actors yeah I mean you, you you watch him and you know you're going to get a good performance yeah necessarily say, say quote unquote bad films he's been in it's not because of him he's always going to give a good performance yeah. maybe other other factors coming into it but 
no like I said he, he was one of the first names that came to my head when, <laughs> when I was thinking of the list list so yep my next actor is Christian Bale and I know um, he can sort of in his early years he, he could be a, a bit of a dick on set but I try and remove myself from that I mean he stuck he started out as a child didn't he um, child acting yeah. and his, his proper first big role was in American Psycho and uh, I believe that the actual first choice was Leonardo DiCaprio for that as well and because he turned it down Christian Bell came along and I think that role because American Psycho is one of my favourite films that role perfectly was like f- for him uh, I know he's very known to be the biggest method actor like he um, I don't know if you've seen his interviews with films or say where he's playing an American he does the interview in an American accent and stuff he just goes so full on into the film um, obviously he's most notable probably for playing Batman in the Dark Knight trilogy which is one of my favourite trilogies of all time I think he is the best Batman of all time he just has that I think when people play Batman they lose that darkness about him but he does have that like I said with, he's obviously carried that along from American Psycho um, like I said he's just he's always going to give a great performance like he he can take all there's all this stuff surrounding him take that away and look at his acting ability he just is a brilliant actor and like I said he, he goes I mean he's been in a few not so good films like Terminator Salvation but like I said that was more it wasn't his performance it was just the whole film he's been in the the um the Machinist, where um, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but that's the film where he gets super skinny because he's he's really buff in like um, the Dark Knight trilogy, but then he goes super super skinny, looks anorexic. Uh, for this role, we had to eat an apple and drink water a day, and that's just how that just shows how committed he is to the film business, which I like. Um, he finally won an Oscar for his uh, performance in The Fighter. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's really good performance um that was one one again where he had to go on a strict diet to get like almost um like lose a lot of weight but like i said it hey there's all this stuff surrounding him a lot of people don't like him but like i said i think if you just take all that away look his acting ability there's not many actors that can really you know that stand up to him so yeah, good yeah so uh man it's choice steve mcqueen um yeah. again not the greatest actor maybe um maybe every role he plays he's just playing steve mcqueen but he was nicknamed the king of cool he often plays the anti-hero but he, he did come into conflict a lot with producers and directors um supposedly wasn't the best actor to work with he did have um like a long-standing feud with paul newman yeah um the town inferno famously um there was, you know, an argument about billing, um, whose name should come first. But actually, in the in the poster, Newman's name comes first, but Steve McQueen's is slightly higher. And that it's was just the little things like that. That was actually the first ever film to do that, and that's what yeah. we have it nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Um, supposedly in the Tower of Inferno, he went through the script, counted all the lines, and he, you know, he insisted on he had exactly the same amount of lines as Newman. So yeah, he was a little bit strains like that he um his first film major film was the blob science yeah, fiction that's film. favorite was not it yeah um he then he got a tv show called wanted dead or alive which is a tv western where he plays a bounty hunter um he then was cast in the magnificent seven 
uh, he went on to make the wall over great escape nevada smith sand pebbles which he was nominated for an academy award for best actor then some of probably his most well-known ones thomas crown affair bullet le mans the getaway papillon which is a complete departure from his normal kind of tough guy hero um image and he was nominated for a Golden Globe for that. Town Inferno, Tom Horn, and his final film, which was The Hunter. And he died probably too young. Yeah, he did. In his um, 50s, mm. in about, I think, 1980. But yeah, he's um, he's one of my favourite actors. I so think I we had to include him. With him as well, is that he's... He is like... Even though he's, this, this, he's like the king of cool, he's, he's an anti-hero, he... It's like the everyman, like he's not exactly he's five nine, I think. He's not the biggest build, but yeah. You know what I mean? He Well, it's it's actually a bit of trivia. He's he's famously known for turning down film roles like he he was asked to do Breakfast at Tiffany's, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Apocalypse Now. Oh wow. He was actually gonna play Kurtz, the oh, wow. Marlon Brando character. Mm. Dirty Harry he was offered. French Connection and he wanted him, Spielberg wanted him for Roy Neary in uh, Close Encounters. Didn't know that. Well, supposedly the reason he turned it down, he said he couldn't cry on cue. Oh. So, <laughs> but, so yeah, so it's, it's you know, he's probably more famous for films he turned down than... <laughs> but that just shows how, how great of a lead man he was. That they well, he was, the biggest, you know, he was the biggest box office mm. draw in, you know, in years, I think. Mm. I definitely I do enjoy his films yeah. um, as a person of the younger I do like I said when I watch back he he just is cool and he is yeah. that like he, he deserves his, his nickname you know mm-hmm. but my next actor I don't know if you've got him on here is Morgan Freeman no he was close again was... Uh, I just obviously he's one of those generational talents you know that where he just appeared to be in every film and um, he has I think a lot of people hear the name Morgan Freeman and they just think of his voice, but he is just such a great actor. When you actually just take him face, he's a brilliant, world-class actor. Um, just some of his roles I can think of is, is obviously Red in The Shawshank Redemption. Um, like, like I said, even though Tim Robbins gives a great performance, so does Morgan Freeman. He had to really, because like I said, they were the two uh, main characters. Um, well, he's, he's like does a lot of supporting roles. So yeah, he was in Unforgiven. He was in the Bucket List with Jack Nicholson. Outbreak as well. Yeah. So, like I said, those those films. I think he's brought because he's such a great actor. He's brought in as a supporting actor to bump up the yeah. the actual film. Um, like I said, he's he's one of those films. You know, it's like a blockbuster when you look, when you look at a new film and he's in it. I do tend to watch it. It certainly adds to the film. Yes, that star power, doesn't he? You know, oh, um, I think his greatest performance is probably William Somerset in Seven. Yeah, David Fincher film. I love that film. Um, I think it's one of the greatest thrillers of all time, Uh, and also in the Alex Cross films as well. I think they they get kind of pushed under the rug, but I do really enjoy those films. He's got in recent films as well, like the Dark Knight trilogy and also Olympus Has Fallen. So, like I said, he's another one where his career spanned many decades and he's just as good as he was back in the 90s. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why he's on my list. Good choice. Thank you. So, my next one is Al Pacino. Yeah. Um, I mean, his career spanned five decades. Mm. Um, he's known for his method acting. 
and he's got that kind of intense explosive acting style um, some you know in some films it's like a bit like heat he could be accused of sort of being over the top I actually liked his performance in heat yeah um, so obviously his, his breakout performance was in The Godfather um, he's made films like Serpico Dog Day Afternoon Scarface Sea of Love Frankie and Johnny Glengarry Glen Ross Scent of a Woman which he won an Oscar for he's actually been nominated nine times for an Oscar and only won once he, is that more uh, than Peter O'Toole? Uh, no I don't think so no. up there though isn't it? yeah Cali tells Way Heat which was like everyone was waiting for Heat because that's when De Niro and Pacino mm. would meet for the first time on screen and it was only like four minutes on screen <laughs> together um, Donny Brasco Any Given Sunday Insomnia Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and um, The Irishman which is Scorsese's film which stars him and De Niro as well but again he's, he's one of the actors made some of his films he made in maybe the 90s and 2000 have been great but you, you expect that of an actor who's had that such yeah. a long 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 career so because we've doubled up yeah you can, you can go them, you can do I've, again I've got two two um, two actors left my next one's Robert De Niro like I said he was so close yeah. to being mine I love Robert I mean De Niro. he's again a method actor he goes to exceptional lengths to um, to prepare for his roles he actually worked as a taxi driver whilst preparing for taxi driver so that's how intense mm. he goes into a role and unlike Pacino his, his acting style is more minimal you know it's more reserved yeah. um, he came to prominence in, in Scorsese's first film which is Main Street uh, he was in Godfather Part 2 which he won the Academy Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role playing Don Carleone a character played by Marlon Brando won an Oscar and that's the only time two act- actors have won Oscars for playing the same character can you imagine that that just is a testament to him because you yeah. try, playing the same role as uh, Marlon Brando and, and matching him for, for performance yeah. you know it's, yeah. it's just like I said, a testament to how great his acting ability is yeah uh, obviously probably what he's most remembered for his taxi driver The Deer Hunter Raging Bull where he plays aging boxer Jake LaMotta and he went through it just shows how method he was he put a load of weight on to play LaMotta um, in, in later life and then he went away to a boxing camp and lost a load of weight to, so he could portray him in the, the boxing mm. roles so yeah he, he actually went through proper boxing training I think he had a couple of professional fights as well really wow that just yeah. shows his um, dedication to the and, he got the Oscar for that for best actor mm. uh, King of Comedy Once Upon a Time in America which was like I think Sergio Leone's only American film Brazil Terry Gilliam The Mission The Untouchables where again he plays Al Capone and he almost steals the, the film mm. um, he's not in it a great deal again but like I said you you know it as a yeah the name of a film uh, Goodfellas Backdraft with your favourite <laughs> Cape Fear so so difficult to do a remake of a film mm. and actually I actually think it's a better film yeah so uh, Bronx Tale Casino Heat which he was in with um, Al Pacino Copland Ronin Analyze This which is a comedy with Billy Crystal Meet the Parents which is a comedy 
Silver Linings Playbook, which he won the Academy Award for Best Actor, The Intern, Joker, and again, The Irishman. So he's had some really, really... Admittedly, again, some of his films haven't been particularly great, uh, but I think just for that catalogue of films and just the actor that he is... And like, like you said, he's, he's branched into, into like yeah. comedies and stuff. He can do any genre sort yeah. of film. You know, so, so I can just watch him in anything, I think. Is he one way you you look look to a film that he's in to yeah. watch it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sometimes you're a little bit disappointed, but a lot of the time <laughs> not. So you've got one last one. Yep, and it might come to quite a surprise to some people, but Robert Downey Jr. Um, yeah. I think uh, obviously he's, oh, he's in a lot of actual lists of best actors. Yeah, I think he definitely of of my generation actors like. Um, he is probably the best actor. Uh, he, I know, his off-screen antics could, and this is the thing they could have destroyed his career, but no, he decided he sobered up and he decided to. He sort of had a two separate sort of um, careers, doesn't he? You know, of course, I remember back to his one of one of his first films, Chaplin, which he just showed showed his acting ability at such a young age. Um, like I said, he. He got into a lot of drug problems, but like I said, he didn't let that that kick him down. He um, came back in the late two thousands. Remember um, Zodiac, which he was brilliant in yeah. um, as a supporting actor in that. Uh, obviously, Tropic Thunder, which yeah. is a really good comedy, and he. I know a lot of people, especially now, have a lot to say about his character, but I personally think he encompassed that, and obviously he he was playing a. A, a white man playing a black man but like I said he I think he he went very method for that as well and like, that's another thing he goes very method for his yeah. movies um, and obviously the, the big one Iron Man uh, I'm, I'm a very big Avengers fan I love all the films um, I'm very big you're either a, that's what they say you are either Iron Man guy or Captain America guy I'm an Iron Man guy um, and I think he was the perfect fit for that role because it was, it was really odd because um, Iron Man was the first film in the MCU and it wasn't back then there's like a tier, tier list system for superheroes and back then Iron Man was like a C tier, tier character you know the A tier was like Superman Batman Spider-Man you know and it was very odd they started Iron Man off and like I said I was like why are you getting such a big actor like Robert Downey Jr. to play Iron Man but I think he's turned him into an A list character he sort of carried the Avengers films he's been there from the start and spoilers in Endgame he was the one to, to kill Thanos unfortunately he died which I cried like a baby in the cinemas at but like I said I think um, just on an acting ability alone he is one of the great, greatest actors of all time um, and I think unfortunately that gets overshadowed by off the screen antics but like I said it's, it's past him um, he's done some great things after that and he hasn't let it be his legacy sort of you know so that's why he's on my list Dodge Jackson in Doctor Doolittle though yeah I've not I've not watched that to be no. fair so yeah <laughs> attempt at a Welsh accent <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've not watched that so okay. ignore that so, yeah. <laughs> so uh, my last one is Marlon Brando yeah um, and he's got had a career spanning 60 years and he's generally regarded as the greatest and most influential actor of the 20th century. Mm. 
he studied with Stella Adler in the 40s and he's been credited with being one of the first actors to bring the Stanislavski system of acting and method acting to mainstream audiences. Um, his kind of breakout role was, I guess, Streetcar Named Desire. He was in Viva Zapata, Julius Caesar, The Wild One, which is a lot of people's favourite, On the Waterfront, which is, I must admit is one of my particular favourites where he won the Academy of Award for Best Actor. He's in Guys and Dolls, Young Lions, Mutiny on the Bounty, The Godfathers, which he, he won an Academy Award for Best Actor, but he famously refused it. Yeah, he did, didn't um, he? Over na- the treatment of Native American mm. people. Um, it's badass, though. Yeah. Last Tango in Paris, Superman, played Jarrell, yeah. Superman's mm. father. Obviously, uh, Apocalypse Now, where, again, I think he's only on screen for... 10 minutes or something like that. Uh, the Freshman is, is a comedy uh, where he actually makes makes fun of his Godfather character. Don Juan de Marco, The Island of Dr. Moreau, um, and his last film was The Score, which also starred Robert De Niro, and that's the only time they appeared together on film, even though they were in both in Godfather yeah, 2. Yeah, they played the, the same character. They had yeah. separate storylines. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think he... Just because of his influence, I think going before that, you had sort of movie stars. So, mm. like, say John Wayne would be John Wayne, whatever film he was in. <laughs> yeah. Cary Grant would be Cary Grant, whatever yeah. film he was in. I think Marlon Brando was one of the first real method actors who wasn't Marlon Brando in every film. And like I said, that just shows that a bit because, yeah. like, a huge name like Marlon Brando, and and you don't see him as Marlon Brando in his films. Is just that's yeah. just show such acting ability, you know. Yeah, he's you know made some rubbish films again. He's had, I think, he had some you know personal troubles. Um, but yeah, I just think he for for me he's the the standout number one actor. When you think of twentieth century, you think of him, yeah, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's it. Yeah, it's been good, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.